0: Chapter 22 of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum This is a Livervox recording. All Livervox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit livervox.org. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum Chapter 22 The four travelers passed through the rest of the forest in safety, and when they came out of its gloom, they saw before them a steep hill, covered from top to bottom with great pieces of rock. This will be a hard climb, said the scarecrow. But we must get over the hills nevertheless. So he led the way and the others followed. They had nearly reached the first rock when they heard a rough voice cry out, Keep back. Who are you? asked the Scarecrow. Then the head showed itself over the rock and the same voice said, This hill belongs to us and we don't allow anyone to cross it. But we must cross it, said the Scarecrow. We are going to the country of the quadlings. But you shall not replied the voice, and there stepped from behind the rocks, the strangest man the travelers had ever seen. He was quite short and stout and had a big head, which was flat at the top, surrounded by thick neck four wrinkles. But he had no arms, seeing that the scarecrow did not fear that it so helpless a creature could prevent them from climbing the helm. So he said, I'm sorry not to do as you wish, but we may pass over your heel whether you like it or not. And he walked forward boldly. As quick as lightning, the man's head shot forward from his neck and stretched out until the top of his head, where it was flat, struck the scarecrow in the middle, sending him tumbling over and over down the hillside. Almost as quickly as it came, the head went back to the body, and the man laughed harshly as he said, It isn't as easy as you think. A chorus of glorious laughter came from the other rocks, and Dorothy saw hundreds of the armless hammerheads up the hillside, one behind every rock. The lion became quite angry at the laughter caused by the Scarecrow's mishap, and giving a loud roar that echoed like thunder, he dashed up the hill. Again, a head swiftly shot out, and the white lion went and sent, rolling down the hill as if had been struck by a cannonball. Dorsey ran down and helped the Scarecrow to his feet, and the lion came up to her, feeling rather bruised and sore. He said, It is useless to fight people with shooting heads. No one can withstand them. What can we do? She asked. "'Call the winged monkeys,' suggested the tin woodman. "'You shall have the right to command them once more.' "'Very well,' she answered, and putting the golden cap, she uttered the magic words. The monkeys were prompt as ever, and in a few moments the entire band stood before them. "'What do you command?' inquired the king and the monkeys, bowing well. "'Carry us over the hill to country the quadlings,' answered the girl. "'It shall be done.' said the king, and at once the winged monkeys caught the four travelers and total up in their arms and flew them away. As they passed over the hill, the hammerheads yelled with vexation and shot their heads high in the air, but they could not reach the winged monkeys. and carried Dorothy and her comrades safely over the hill and set them down in the beautiful country. This is the last time you can summon us, said to Dorothy. Show goodbye and good luck to you. Goodbye and thank you very much. Returned the girl, and the monkeys rose to the air and were out of sight in a twinkling. The country of the quadlings seemed rich and happy. There was a field upon fields of ripening grain, with well paced roads running between, and pretty rippling books with strong bridges across them. The fences and the house were all painted bright red, just as they had been painted yellow in the country of the geese, and blue in the country of the munchkins. The quadlings themselves who were short and fat and looked chubby and good-natured were dressed all in red which shone in bright against the green grass and yellow grain the monkeys had set down near a farmhouse and the four travellers walked up to it and knocked at the door it was opened by the farmer's wife and when dorsey asked for something to eat the woman gave them all good dinner with three kinds of cakes and four kinds of cookies and a bowl of milk for Toto. how far is the castle glinda asked the child It is not a great way, answered the farmer's wife. Take the road to the south, and you will soon reach it. Thanking the good woman, they started afresh by walking the fields across the pretty bridges until they saw before them a beautiful castle. Before the gates were three young girls, dressed in handsome red uniforms, trimmed with gold braid, and as Dorothy approached, one of them said to her, Why have you come to the south country? see good witch who rules here she answered will you take me to her let me have your name and i will ask them if she will receive you they told her to her and the green girl went into castle after a few months she came back to say that Dorothy and the others were admitted at once end of chapter twenty two